This is the Awesome Hour coming at you from gradio.ca. You can catch us every Friday at 7. Stay awesome. This episode of the Awesome Hour is brought to you by Concept Beard Co. Put it in your beard. Beard oils and bombs, handcrafted for the discerning gentleman. Go to conceptbeard.com and use Awesome at checkout and save yourself 10%. Hey, on tonight's episode, we're we're joined by Gavin Fitzpatrick, or the only Gavin ever if you're on Instagram. So we're going to talk to him and then we're going to see what happens. Uh, Ivan, hit the drop. Welcome to the Awesome Hour. I am the smartest man alive! This is the source for all the things you didn't or even want to know, including all our bad life choices and mistakes, so you can stay awesome. The Awesome Hour. Hey, what's up? I'm Alex. Jim Pell, Ivan. And we're joined by... Gavin. What's up, Gavin? Not much, man. Just... If you're sitting in the basement, who the fuck's watching besides Brooks? That could be a good Probably question. Probably nobody. <laughs> Shout out to Brooks. Yeah. How the fuck's it going, dude? Pretty good, man. Pretty good. Welcome to the Awesome Hour, filmed in suburbia, well, which you never you. know by the background set. That was a great set. Yeah, you like it's it? It's a great set. I love it. Sick. You're looking fresh. You're smelling amazing. Thank you. Rep in Edmonton. Always, always. You found the place okay, obviously? Oh, yeah. Even yeah. though we've already had this like pre-chat. No, it's like, all good. Running it's through good. the bases. Yeah, we got to run through it for the listeners, right? How so. the Fucking dude, how's it? No Whitford tonight, no Corbo tonight, but yeah. we got twice the man as in Gavin. Gavin, well, what's up? Oh, nothing too much. Just got back from Banff for the weekend. Had a wedding that went out to out there. So. Yeah, how was that? Fucking so many weddings decent. this weekend. Oh, dude, it was pretty nuts out there for weddings too. Yeah. I mean, like there was the one that we were at in one room, and there's probably like four others. Did the weddings just get together and make an ultimate wedding party? No. That should no. happen like a Voltron of weddings. No, and then there was like a doctor's summit. Like, oh, pla- fuck. It, and it was like wasn't just any doctor's summit. It was yeah. a plastic surgeon summit. And I was so like, they were looking fresh. Oh, like I was just laughing because I was like, man, like that's where all these Lamborghinis <laughs> and like these Alpi- Alpina BMW yeah, 750s yeah. are like parked it from. I'm like, oh yeah, no, that's it's it's all big money. Yeah, yeah mm-hmm. there's some money here. Yeah, and there's some me. fuck money. <laughs> there's some fuck money. <laughs> as, Vir- as Virgil surgery. would call it, right? <laughs> fuck money. The fuck right? money. So they got a six skate park in Banff. I don't know if you skate, but yeah, they got a wicked... Yeah, well, un- Unlimited been rocking it forever for the supplies down there, right? Fuck, yeah, so, yeah, yeah. There we go, yeah. Always got to stop in and on. Un- they have a wicked logo. It's like the horns and mm-hmm. stuff, and wicked storefront. Totally 90s, like, oh, right? like straight 94, and that's just like that pure shit's classic. That cool again, yeah. though. It's, it's come so back classic. around. Like, look at all the kids wearing Thrash or never even, like, read the magazine. Right? Right, right so... I just picked up the newest Thrash. They have a wicked article uh, with Jeff Raleigh, because what year is it? He just, 20 years of Vans, that dude. Mm-hmm. 20 years with Vans. Oh, shit, really? So, Gavin, let me get to brass tacks. You're a bit of a fucking enigma on the internet. You're everywhere, but you're nowhere. So I'm going to treat point? you like you're the internet, and I'm going to search you, but in person. Does that make sense? A little bit, yeah. I'm going to pick your brain. Let's talk, Gavin. All right. Let's get down to it. So, Gavin, you're a little bit of a, a multimedia... Guru, you're spinning lots of plates, doing lots mm-hmm. of things. But I want to get to know early Gavin before he was filming documentaries, making web series, and just taking wicked awesome photos of awesome people. So, mm-hmm. Gavin, what's your backstory? What's your origin story? Your superhero story? Well, I am a Nate graduate there from the RTA program. Nice. Okay. So that was a fun time, which is going to bleed into one of my documentary 
program uh, subjects. Think? Okay. So we'll get into that part later on. So you're growing up, you're a whippersnapper, you're like, I want to do something in entertainment. So you pursue Nate. Yeah, that was like the quickest solution. I mean, like Vancouver was there for me in school yeah. too. Like I went out there for a little bit, but like to really come and do the Nate product. Uh, program was the easiest one for me at the time. Did you go through Nate with any names like your Fearless Freds or your uh, Rymeis or anybody that blew up in the Pretty, local like, scene? Rymei was just like after me. Okay, so, so it was kind of funny, and he's like there, and like I've known you were froshing him when I've, you were on your way well, out. I grew up with Fearless Fred too. Okay, so we're Northside boys. Northside, what's that? Northside, what's Northside for you? Londonderry. London. See, I grew yeah, up London in the Downs. Dairy, Cherry Grove. You know, in the like Downs. I, we we looked at oh, you guys. Little little closer over to CV. You know, like a lot of my friends were little hood rat, but like I'm spent not gonna a, complain. Spent a lot of time at the uh, the old Clairview skate yeah. park, the old Shout modular. Shout out to you know all the Lebanese brothers in Geneva Gardens like kicking Walla the shit bros. out of everybody. Walla, Walla bros, Walla cousin, Walla. Yeah. Got a Sweet. donair shop and a barber shop together, bro. The freaking Lebanese guys on my block own both barber shops because they didn't want competition. That's just ingenious. And they're probably cousins. Probably. That's the way it usually <laughs> happens. Is like the the guy that they hate the most is someone that they're related to. <laughs> Like I, I grew up with a, quite a few of them, and that yeah. was always the way it was like, oh, I hate that guy. It's like, but you guys are like first cousins. It's yeah. like, that's why I hate him even more. Are you Emmy? Uh, no, I went to school on the West End for high school. Where'd you go to school, Same JP? Effects. Me too? Yeah. What year? I'm 2000, 05. 2001. Oh, shit. Yeah. I was just coming in as you were getting yeah, out. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> Fucking. Yeah. That's awesome, dude. I got a funny story about one of our old teachers from uh, at one of the shows I was working not too oh, long ago. Oh, yeah? yeah? You want to drop it or you want to save it Saw Mr. Crease rocking out in the uh, mosh pit at Steel Panther, and I was pretty proud to see him <laughs> giving it. Me. Yeah, that was a... Uh, so before... Uh, now we've, we've left the origin story behind. How is Steel Panther? You were hanging out with Steel Panther. What the fuck? Are they that crazy? They're pretty cool. Yeah. They're pretty cool. cool. I mean, like, most of those bands are pretty tame. Like, yeah. after backstage. Like, we used to show you gotta do the thing on, on stage. Well, they'll do their thing on the show where it's just like, we got a fucking eight-hour drive to fucking Saskatoon. <laughs> <laughs> no, legit. Like, fuck this. Uh. I'm out of here. Like, <laughs> I'm not getting drunk. I'm not dealing with a hangover on the yeah. bus. Like... So, yeah, no, like, a lot of bands are really cool, uh, like, personally. Yeah. And they're not the character that you think a lot of them, but some of them are the character. Like, it's like the gimmick. Some of them get high on their own has, supply. The gimmick has crossed the line, oh, okay. you know, they don't know where reality where and the gimmick off. is. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, back to Nate before we get so, to that. Yeah. Mr. Crease, eh? He was rocking up the yeah, steel dude, he That's was. Yeah, it was nice. awesome seeing my old physics teacher just giving YFX, her. YFX, I wanted to get, I, everyone was going to O'Leary when I was I didn't want to fucking go to O'Leary. Me neither, bud. Did like, we just become it. best friends? I think so. The 150, yeah. did you bust it or did you have a license? Oh, dude, 150 for, 150 150. for life. Yeah. We are probably on the same bus And then bus my, old, my old man would drop me off, right? Like, my mom so. worked at the hospital. She'd drive me, yeah. I'd take the bus home. Yeah. Holy fuck, Gavin, we're the same, dude, but you're way cooler. Yeah, and then we'd have to like chill at Northgate and see whatever oh, queenie God. drama bullshit would happen there. Just like, stay the fuck out of it, man. You just dude, Northgate Terminal was like the shit for like, like fuck reality West. TV show. Just go to Northgate Terminal. Seriously. Go. Yeah, it was watch it go was literally all you'd have to do mm -hmm. is just sit back. Like, especially if you were like the quiet, nerdy white kid, you'd just right. be like, Shut the no fuck one's up. gonna do anything <laughs> to me because I am invisible to them. You're right? listening like, to your discman, just hoping no one steals your bus pass. Yeah, That's, that was me or your discman. <laughs> I hid that in my pants. They had to grow. They had to go in my crotch. Anyways, so never borrow my discman. Fun fact, because it's been on my balls. That explains a lot. So you go through Nate, and then what? Uh, and then I ended up uh, getting a job with Universal uh, Music. Yeah. And I was like kind of doing the street team stuff. Okay. And a lot of promo. 
marketing. And, this is uh, pre-social media. So when you say street was, team, well, you this were, was MySpace. This was like the cusp the of the start. MySpace yeah. start, right? Enter like, Nexopia. Yeah. So Nexopia MySpace era, yeah. and yeah, there was budgets for advertising with record labels yeah. back then, and you know, it was a big team that we had nationwide. We would literally go and just poster and sticker everything. And so like, how do you trip and fall into a deal with Universal? I just like got lucky. Yeah, I literally got lucky on that one. That's and, awesome. And uh, because of working with Universal, yeah. got to know the people at Union Events. Yeah, worked with them on a few things. I was like, kind of. It all started from being a volunteer at the Starlight Room, getting yeah. people to sign up for those memberships. Yeah, I'm not gonna lie. That's like, awesome. That's literally that's... where it started. Huh. So if you're young and you're listening, so yeah, they're still making us sign up for those fucking I, I memberships. I know, and you know, no. it's so sad that like. They're zoned for that members only oh, liquor license still. Fuck like, man. Like, oh, hey, is that why they do that? That's why they that because when they first opened as the Starlight Room yeah. from the Rev, they weren't issuing new liquor licenses because of all the bullshit that was going so on it had to be further like a club on in Jasper. Thing. So they were like, okay, well, we became a members only club. So that's how they got around that, and then yeah. it, it was the whole venue thing was a, it was a liquor license. Yeah. Thing. So, no but they, shit. But it's all digital now too. But I can never yeah. the fucking app. If you're listening, Starlight Room, it always crashes. Fix your fucking app. But anyways, Tyson, Tyson, Tyson. <laughs> we're gonna tag you in this episode, Tyson. That app crashes all the time, and I'm always giving five dollars. Listen to the people, Tyson. <laughs> <laughs> I have nothing to do with what their opinion is on this. So. No, the opinion of those of the Awesome Hour does not reflect those of Gavin, unless he agrees with us. <laughs> So you go into Universal, but okay, so you're doing promotions, you're rubbing elbows, but you also, you take photos, Yeah. you're also making stuff, so give us your story, you leave so, Nate. So yeah, so I left Nate, got into that by just doing the volunteer job. Yeah. But how are you paying the bills, because there's a little backstory well, because there too, right? Well, because working on White Ave and yeah. stuff too, doing marketing and helping out in Filthies. Yeah. And you know, was helping Rest out filthies. with- Yeah, RIP Filthies, yeah. right? Shout out to Al, like one of the- solid Edmonton dudes that's out there. Yeah. So, you know, he gave me a chance and took me under his wing. And Are I we just, talking Big Al, like Crash Al? Yeah, like, yeah, yeah Al yeah. Yelpson, like, yeah. like the Al. That, the Al, Al of Edmonton, guy, man, yeah. yeah, for sure. And, uh, yeah, no, he kind of just took me under his wing and showed me how to party. And That's awesome. But party with so. a purpose. That's right, you know. Keep people happy. Yeah, that's right. And, uh, yeah, no, and then uh, Universal, like, I got let go from there with a bunch of other people too. Yeah. And uh, what was then, the best Universal moment before we leave that behind? Uh, did you get to do anything? Did a lot of like really fun like promotions. Okay. So like like my profile picture is still one of the ones that I did for like Bloodhound Gang. Yeah. Which was like fucking Bloodhound Gang. Remember um, their scene? And that was the uh, thank God for boobies. You stick mm-hmm, your, your yeah, tongue in it. It looked yeah. like a tit. Well, this was for nipple. the Foxtrot uniform Charlie Kilo yeah. promotion. Put the you know what and the you know where. Yeah. So that's why I'm a banana, dry humping a beaver next to the city of Edmonton's cha- yeah. sign with the R.I.P. City of Champions sign on the bottom yeah. still. So that's kind of why I kept that one too because I miss that sign. Got to bring well, apparently back. it's hanging in the Sonic offices. Well, so. one of them is. One yeah. of them. There one of them. Three. That was a spare. Oh. That was a replacement in case any of them got damaged from what I had heard. Oh, hmm. really? So somebody had just got their hands on it was like, hey, Lane, I heard you wanted this. Yeah. So here you go. Can we talk about, I... just side note, Lane Mitchell is fucking ripped. Dude. That dude is jacked. Dude. Like, like, I always forget how jacked he is until I see him like saying, Nicest Thanks. guy ever. Totally. Nicest guy ever, too. Ripped to the max, though. Oh, he's, he's like putting all dad bods to shame oh it's gross like it's like dude just like 
he Step came it back a bit. He came <laughs> out for K days and uh, introduced AJR because I took mm-hmm. the kid, and he came out with his kid. Yeah. But like Lane Mitchell is fucking ripped. Sonic one two nine. Yeah, I haven't seen yeah. that guy in like fucking forever. Well, oh, go stop. Oh, if you're not from Edmonton, this podcast will be interesting, but it's very Edmonton centric <laughs> at this point. Yeah. Okay. So Edmonton's a great city, though. Like people it, shit on it. Like people who shit on it haven't been anywhere else to appreciate it. I think. Fair enough. You know, it's the lose the hometown losers who've yeah. never ever gone on vacation for an extended amount of time or just yeah. ever done anything. She's just fuck. Like, yeah, he's ripped. Like. Yeah, exactly. He's a very like, jacked individual. You know, he likes to work out and he likes to eat right. Yeah. So no shit. Yeah. Good on him. You know, so yeah, he's got good hours to work too. Can't complain about his schedule. I'd say. Right. You no, know, he's afternoon guy. You know, four, so he gets four to, to five hours sleep. a day with a couple bit hours of prep in there, which he probably can do in cardio. Right. Which I envy. <laughs> You're not a cardio guy. <laughs> no, no, I envy that he can like do his he's like prep work while he's mm. you know doing cardio mm-hmm. or at the gym. Fair right. Enough, like that's yeah. it's nice to be doing a job like that where you're not glued to your laptop yeah. or like your phone screen or your or pager like don't want to be glued to your dude pager. my pager like just keeps blowing up <laughs> like, you're the only one with one that's why i still got on the gold chain <laughs> well, what okay yep. so you leave universal you did some cool promotions you cut your teeth then where do you go then what? i'm over with the live production stuff you're doing the so live then that's stuff where now. i've been now for most of my time until i got Pulls into the, i know that's a close one but i caught it neo save uh so then that gradually moved me over to the strip club industry, which I did as a part-time thing. Yeah, you had to put you had to put bread in your was, mouth and it was just kind of boredom killer too. So and you're saying so any wicked adventures come from the strip club. How do you how do you fall into that? Well, that one was like a complete fluke too. Yeah. Like my friend Paul, who yeah. was like the head DJ at Showgirls at the time. Okay. Shout out to Paul at the Bourbon Room. That's where he is now. That's where he landed after yeah. Showgirls closed. He, he's the owner out there at the Bourbon Room, St. Oh, Albert. Shit, nice. so, okay. Yeah, it's good. Good little place too for especially yeah. for the more mature crowd. Yeah. Well, that's St. Albert. So it's St. Albert, but I mean, like, he's done a great job in that space. So, awesome. Yeah, and uh, he's just like, hey, do you want to like DJ a couple days a week here? I need a new DJ. Yeah. And I was like, not really a strip club guy. But that was before streaming, so you had to download all your music, or yeah. did you have like? Well, a, it an was app it was like the beginning the of the like YouTube download okay. sensation kind of things, like, or like it was funny because some girls like depending on some of the clubs that they go to, yeah, like, they just don't give a shit. Where yeah. they'd be like, just here, play my phone, <laughs> plug my phone in. <laughs> I have a playlist. And it's like, they don't get like the cue points. They don't get no. this. And it was just like so funny because it would be like, no, like tell me what you want. I'll download the songs. I'll put it on the DJ thing here. I'll try and make and it And I'll better make it not sound like and a fucking like, yeah, playlist. Or it's like, just put it on YouTube. <laughs> just play YouTube. And it's like, got don't a worry about the two ads. and a half just minute ad, yeah. but in the middle, middle of the song. Yeah. Cause That's like, when she takes a break. Yeah. She takes a smoke break. What are you talking yeah, about? Yeah. And it's like, and then you got to wait 30 seconds to, to skip, skip it. Yeah. Like, oh, it's like, you know, so it was like, it was so, fun though. But the, not every girl was a nightmare. A lot of those girls, like, I cannot like deny it. They are workaholics. Oh, 100%. Like, so they are hustlers. Yeah, they got to hustle to make that money. They are so hustlers. you got your core group that work it, and then you have your traveling acts, right? And so those the, ones are hustling even harder. Because they're on the road. Yeah. They're road dogs. They're yeah. the road dogs of the strip community. Oh, yeah, I know, for sure. And like, Okay. Yeah, those girls, like, man, those girls can 
work, dude. Well, look at like, Cardi B, bruh. Yeah, bruh. Bruh. Like, you <laughs> gotta learn how to drug those guys somewhere, right? Right? Dude, that new movie Hustle with J-Lo. Yeah. Can we talk about J-Lo for a sec? Oof. She's doing okay. Okay. Was she ever she, not doing she okay? She aged like a fine cheese. Just amazing. She, I, just... I'd say she's doing all right, all right, all right. <laughs> that was a I'd good McConaughey. Like for like 55? Her. Is that what she is now? No, like, she just turned 50. 50? Okay. Well, breaks. I don't know that. I mean, I read that online. I don't know that person. Okay. Yeah. I mean, no, she's 50. She's well, either way... I mean, like she's doing okay. Milf porn's probably going through the spike every time guys like see her on the news too. So. Milf porn. I feel like we've graduated from milf porn into like tentacle porn. Milf porn is so five, ten years ago. It, now we're. It depends. It, it depends on. The, it depends on like the of age the of the internet. milf now. Though. What about milf tentacle porn? I feel well, maybe not milf porn. Maybe it's like stepmom porn because that's huge in the internet. It's like inner. Well, that's a phone call. Very professional. <laughs> Anyways, the internet has just moved way too fast. Like the it normal has. stuff like, is, ain't like, doing it anymore. I hear like kids don't know how bad or how good they have it. No, I've like told, I've told the story. Like, before. Do you remember when we had to like look for porn in the woods? Dude, we have an episode porn. on that. Yeah. I found Johnny, por Johnny Porn Seed. I swear <laughs> to God, there's like a guy who's just walking around just throwing pages of porn like he's Johnny no. Apple. I feel like it was a rite of passage. At one point yeah. in your life, you left a box of porn in the forest for the next generation. <laughs> yeah. And that got used. That was communal porn because you left it where you found <laughs> yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. Well, you each went to your separate bush mm -hmm. and you looked at your porn. Sometimes well, like, you didn't go to the whole bushes. neighborhood that I grew up in in Cherry Grove there. Like yeah. it was just a big wooded area that fucking bush parties were out there all, all the, the time. time. Right. Like, yeah. so like mom and dad didn't want me going riding my bike on Sunday afternoon because they knew like, Oh, there was a big party out there. People are still waking Saturday. up. Yeah. Probably like people still waking up, use condoms everywhere. Shit like that. Yeah. And, like, if there was even used condoms there, yeah. who knows? But condoms like, and Clearview. Clear what are you crazy? <laughs> that's where all the porn was coming from. It's I just guess. like, I got the beer yeah. in the box of porn. <laughs> hey, I got a couple club magazines and a six pack of club. Oh my gosh, club Circle hustler. Jerks. There was never Playboy because that was lame. You yeah, that was lame. Stuff. I want to read the articles. No, <laughs> articles for the old man. <laughs> you can read. <laughs> so you go to the showgirls. Did you did you do the entrances like coming down to the stage? That was literally long like, legs, laddie. Yeah, like I I would always try and think of like funny things to say. Like yeah. Like, I, I remember one night I was doing, like, doing it, and I was just like, that's right, you better get up there, because just like the McRib, she's only here for a limited time. <laughs> that's amazing. And some girl came up to me and was like, excuse me, but did you just compare her to a McRib? To literally, to a piece of meat? And I was That's like, amazing. yeah, have you ever had a McRib? They're fucking amazing, just <laughs> like her. Sit the fuck down and have another drink. That's a great <laughs> rebuttal, my friend. Like, but it was true. Like, like yeah. as far as rebuttals go, I mean, like, McRibs, you can't fucking deny McRib. No, like, like, where have they been? They haven't been around lately. There's a McRib app. Is there really There's where you can follow where you them? Can find out which McDonald's still have McRibs. I've never been to the East Coast, but I want to have a McLobster. There's one in Orange County. Blech. A McRib? Yeah, there's one McDonald's that's still serving McRibs in Orange Seriously? County. Seriously? Yeah. Well, hmm. it sounds like I'm going on a mission yeah. when I go to Anaheim. There you go. I want to go to California. So how long were you doing the strip club DJ slash? I was in the strip clubs for almost seven years. Okay, so that's, so you that's a chunk of change. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Best story out of the strip clubs. Best whatever comes to mind. <laughs> I, got a, I got a good one and a bad one. Okay, give me the good, give me the bad. Well, the good one was like... Tell me both and I'll pick them out. Okay. <laughs> I broke my arm and dislocated my shoulder in the st one strip club. 
okay, that's the bad. Yeah, that was definitely the yeah. bad. You made it too uh, easy. But one of the best ones was uh, when I had to pick up Slash from the airport during Boonstock. Okay, and give then, us give us the dislocated, then give us the slash. <laughs> okay, so everybody I, has a Boonstock story. Yeah, so Lord knows with, I want to uh, hear yours. The arm one, it was pretty simple, like just, <laughs> just fucking fucking around. Thought I just could polishing like polishing the pole, just, slipped. No, and fell. we were we were just like getting ready to leave for the night, and next thing you know, I was like trying to carry her, and she jumped up, and like I went to fall, and yeah. I tried to break my fall on the wall, and I missed the wall, and there was like a angled part that they had underneath the wall, which. Changed my fall and yeah. snap like right on my humerus right here. Oh fuck! Yeah, so. You broke your arm. She broke her neck. That no, was the first no, time she, you and killed. And the funny stripper. thing was, because she thought I was playing around still. <laughs> You're like, so no, she, like, it is on, useless. She like, jumps on top of me and starts like riding me like a fucking electric bull. <laughs> And You're I'm like yelling at her, like, get the fuck it. off of me. Like, and I kind of got winded too. So I'm like, oh, get off of me. Oh, she thinks like, you're jizzing. Just like trying to reach around with the other arm. Because oh, no. this one's just like, like, side, damn side neck. Like, yeah. All limp and shit. So, you know, we go to the hospital and they're like, yeah, your humerus is fractured, like, right here in the rotator cuff. And uh, how gonna, did this happen? I'd rather not you, tell you, actually. No, I, told, I straight up told them and they were like, it's Could have been cool. worse. I mean, worse. as stories go, it sucks the results, but great start. <laughs> so, how long are you in a cast for? Oh, I wasn't in a cast. What they do? So, like, Sling they, well, like they came and told me, like, so this is like the deal. They show me my X-rays, and it's like, yeah, you're gonna need surgery, and we're gonna need to put an implant in on you. Oh fuck! So, do you have dead person bone in you? No, oh. I got a plate. Oh, okay, I got a Shit. plate. Like, I got like the start of a Terminator arm. That's cool. awesome. So <laughs> we have the technology. And uh, so they were like, we can put you in with the trauma surgeon now. Oh fuck! Like, right now. So you've already worked at night, and, and now, and you're now like, it's like, oh. it's, you know. Five o'clock in the morning at this point. I've already worked all day yeah. and night, and now it's like, okay, yeah. Um, so when can I go for surgery? They're like, we can put you in with the trauma surgeon now. Yeah. Or we can put you in with the specialist in 36 hours. I'll go with mm. the specialist, please. You want a specialist? I'm with specialist. Yeah. yeah. Deal with the pain. Yeah, it, trauma, was this, dude. it was the same doctor that uh, worked on McDavid. Oh, oh, shit. After he got crashed in the boards. And when they told me that, I was like, yeah, I'll take that 36-hour wait minimum. Yeah. And like, they were like, well, it's a minimum wait. I'm like, you just wanted to throw in the fact that you've had the same person that <laughs> no, was inside dude, McDavid the, the inside you. The best part about that 36-hour minimum wait that they were saying was like, well, I got to stay on fentanyl like under supervised <laughs> oh, conditions. Fuck. So, so just, that was like... You survived beep. recreational yeah. Oh, fentanyl. dude, it was like that... I don't know how anybody would want to do that for fun. <laughs> Seriously? <laughs> like, I saw how much care and control they put into, like, a dosed shot. Yeah. So you were like, at the hospital for the yeah, 36. Okay. Yeah. And, like, it takes, like, a good two minutes for them to give you your dosage. Oh, fuck. Like, hmm. if they just slam on that plunger, like, it would kill toast. you. Yeah. yeah. Well, it's so, killed a lot it, of people. And it has. And, yeah. like, rightfully so, because, like, I did not care about anything <laughs> for two days. That's fucking crazy. And then after, like, got taken down to surgery, wake up, and, you know, I'm in a sling for almost... Yeah. For a couple months, and it really sucked, but... Oh, wow. Uh, you know, that was a lesson learned, I guess, but, I mean, it's, it's a cool story to, like, tell everybody. No it's shit. Like, yeah, hey, I broke my arm because of the strippers, yeah. so... <laughs> from one cool story to another... Yeah, and then so... Uh, slash from the slash, airport. Yeah, so had to pick up Slash one, late one night, and, uh... He had flown into Edmonton from Ibiza. What's Ibiza? Weird. In Spain. Yeah. So he, didn't they, didn't the chain like, smokers write a song getting high in yeah. Ibiza? Uh, took a pill in Ibiza. Yeah. yeah. I took a pill in Ibiza. They hold uh, huge rave parties out yeah. there. Yeah. Fun yeah. fact, Festival. I thought yeah, it was Ibiza like, yeah. until right this second. Well, so. that, that's like the 
official yeah. pronunciation for like the Spanish. Okay. Like, yeah. And uh, they have huge DJ parties out there all the time. Yeah. And so I guess he was there with his wife at the time. Okay. And she was a big fan of a lot of the DJs and electronic scenes. So go and pick him up. It's like 12 o'clock. Yeah. And he's just on an overnight flight and he's wired. He's got yeah. jet lag, but he's, you know, like, yeah. hey, I was just partying like in Spain. Like he doesn't really drink or do anything anymore. He's yeah. all straight edge. Uh, but he's just down to hang out with cool people. Yeah. Like just, he's down for the experience yeah, and now. Like, and so he's like, it's getting high up he's like well, what can we do? And I was like, well, we can go to the strip club that I work at when I'm not doing the concert stuff. And he's yeah. like, done. Sweet. <laughs> so me, me and his like bodyguard and him yeah. walk right into Showgirls. And it was so funny because everyone's like, why are you here? Like, it's your night. Oh, oh that's why you're here. <laughs> Is that fucking Slash? Like, Does he ever like, take the top hat off? <laughs> no, he doesn't take the, he only wears the top hat on stage. Oh. Yeah, but he was rocking a toque. Oh, the old beanie, so, if you yeah, will. But it was like that hair is that's a like, lot undeniable. Yeah, like undeniable. You know, you know who's got it's, that. It's when he puts on the aviators. <clears throat> Once he puts on the aviators, those mirrored yeah. aviators, everyone's like, "Holy fucking slash! Holy shit!" That's yeah, nuts. It's, it's so funny because no one really recognizes him without those sunglasses. Yeah, no shit. But yeah, no the hat. Does he have beady eyes. What's up? I've never seen him without <laughs> under the sunglasses. Oh, he's super cool dude. Yeah, super nice guy. Loves dinosaurs. Really? Oh. Absolutely loves dinosaurs. Great segue because, Gavin, a thing I want to start is what's your favorite dinosaur? My favorite dinosaur? What's your favorite dinosaur? I'm going to ask Tyrannosaurus Rex. Okay, that brings me to a random thought, even though we're talking about you. Do you think T Rexes jumped around like kangaroos, maybe? Because they kind of look like just big lizard kangaroos. From what I've read, they couldn't have run faster than 20 miles an hour. Yeah. But they didn't have to run because they hopped because T Rexes are just ancient kangaroos. Would make sense. I mean, they kind of look like they're built like a kangaroo with that big, long. Did you just tail. agree with me? Kind of agreeing, yeah. I'll take. Yeah, it. I, I will possible. take what it's I can get. Possibility, but I mean, like, unless we can get in a DeLorean and like get back there, we won't know for sure, right? And they so. might have had feathers too. That's something. That we don't one know. seems believable. I can it's believe kind that of doable, one. Like, we're starting chickens. to see those fossils more and more prevalent with yeah. the feather prints and stuff. So yeah, that one I can see being like pretty close to like reality. Of, what happens. So. Well, thank you for agreeing with me, Gavin. No worries, man. You just made it in my good book. Anyways, <laughs> so you're hanging out with Slash. So those were the two best stories from the strip club. Okay. Strip club now back to you're doing the live music thing. So apparently you're also picking up and shuttling celebrities around. That's so, part of it. That yeah, was part of it. So what was your gig in that scene that you're still doing? Doing like side? artist transport for that. One. Okay. Yeah. So so you would go, you're picking them up. So who are some of the big names that you picked up? Who did you say, held a little sign saying Slash or, well, I don't know, Yoko Ono. I mean, he's going to lose his shit when I tell him this one. But Let's like, hear it. That's why you're the here. The Through the Never Project is probably yeah, the coolest one. Yeah, you fucking one. mentioned that. That is yeah. fucking so awesome. Break it picking, down. Picking up Metallica from their private plane on the tarmac at Edmonton International. Like, that's legit rock star shit right there. Like, that's so when each awesome. of them had their own SUV. How do you handle that like, when you're given like, so that four task. matching SUVs, like, it's it's like, oh, okay, cool. That's where I got to go. Like, that's literally, it's like, okay, just go here and pick them up. Okay. And then it's like, okay, So do you cool. get your own SUV at that point? They just yeah, it's follow like, you? Yeah, it's like you, you get a rental yeah, like, yeah. given to you because they want them all matching. Sometimes yeah. they're very specific on motorcade requests. Yeah, it's yeah. Like, oh, really? It has to be black. Yeah. has to be black. A lot of hip-hop artists only will get in black SUVs. Really? Yeah. That's... And they have to be clean. Of course. Like, like so super clean. Like, even if you've been driving around all day, it's like, 
go go wash it. Yeah. yeah. Really? It's like yeah. They want that. They want that. It's they like, gotta it pull to... up fresh, bro. Yeah. yeah. Gotta pull up fresh, fresh and clean. So, so you're given Metallica. Mm-hmm. Do you guys Rochambeau for who gets to pick <laughs> up who? It was like so weird because like James just got into mine. And you're like, I win. And I was just like, well, this is pretty cool. Watch Lars get another one. And uh, <laughs> fucker. And well. Had a funny story driving Lars later. Oh, okay. So, uh, so give us the Metallica story. So you're doing Through the Never, which was a project. It was a two-nighter here in Edmonton. Yeah. And they filmed it, became a DVD, Blu-ray documentary. All that. It's on Netflix. Through everything. the Never was them traveling through all their albums, correct? I was there, but I well, had a bad time. sold it as the total arsenal. Okay. Yeah. Which was basically we're bringing out all of our major props from every major tour that we've had in and the last... And it was fucking cool 20, as and fuck. And it was cool as fuck. Yeah. A lot sure. Iron Maiden through the, the timeline or whatever when they brought all their props Like out. from Kill 'Em All all the way up Justice to... Justice right there. Just, yeah. yeah. So, like, so Doris, Ivan was there. Doris, Me and Ivan Doris was were the both big there. one there. Like they actually rebuilt Doris to make it bigger. Yeah. Oh, really? So that it was... So she Pop. Stand out more. The giant yeah. toilet was fucking yeah, amazing. Yeah, the toilet metal was up the best for metal up your yeah. ass. That's awesome. And ride, ride the lightning when the electric chair came down from right. the oh, yeah. Tesla coils yeah. firing yeah. off. Like, that's like amazing like yeah. effects right there. But uh, it was so funny because James gets in and he's just like super chill like right away. Like, are you given specific instructions? Sometimes like, it's don't like talk don't to talk to them. them, don't touch your phone. Like just like sit there, like just just You're the driver, drive that's them. It. That's yeah. it. Like. And then sometimes it's like you get all these directions, and then they're just so fucking. They're cool. just people. Like, and they're they're just like fuck those rules. Yeah. Like I'm gonna break them. Like we're gonna James, talk. Like James was like, it was just me and him. Yeah. No assistance. No. Talk about beekeeping. And uh, <laughs> well, he wasn't into beekeeping yet. He was still in San Francisco at the time. Mm-hmm. Oh shit. And he okay. hadn't moved out to Colorado yet. Yeah. Okay. But uh, he's just like, how's hunting here? Like Sick. first question, because yeah. he's just looking at the prairies, like mm-hmm. out, like you know, yeah, I want to go in. kill something. And he's just like hunting must be good here and i was like yeah it's pretty decent like what what are you into he's like anything yeah like anything that's fun that's awesome i was like birds or big game he's like big game for sure yeah i'll go duck hunting i'll go yeah and yeah it was like once we i told him what the average size like a whitetail is up here yeah he's like 180 pounds jesus christ those are huge so are you just like an encyclopedia of like a little bit of everything just so you know. always I just try to like because you went off on, on the t-rex thing and i was yeah. not prepared for that gavin <laughs> i was not prepared for you to know what the fuck you were talking about there <laughs> but anyways and then you're just dropping white tail knowledge on james well, Headfield. i know that like deer in the states are really small compared to what we have here why like, do you know that i don't know well, that just from experience seeing That's them fucking die oh, yeah i gotta like, get out of edmonton more <laughs> Like, they're tiny, bro. Like, yeah. they're, like, 60, 70 pounds. Okay. They're like that pe- small? People hit them with their cars all the time. Like, yeah, like, we like hit no animals with like, our cars were fucked. Like, well, you uh, see motorcycles hit deer in the States, like and they don't was, die. I guess they go through them. I, I was out with uh, Oh Hail the Eddie, and we were leaving uh, in uh, St. Louis there. Yeah. And I counted, like, 43 dead deer within, like, 15 minutes of leaving the city limits. <laughs> yeah. And just as I'm, like, literally saying, 43... A car in front of us, like Hit deer, deer <laughs> comes running out of nowhere between a divided highway, just from the meridian, just jumps out in front of this guy's Lincoln, and he just stepped on it even more. And kept going, yeah. And he just drove right through well, it. He was and driving then, a Lincoln. Then, he might oh, as well yeah. be driving a boat. And right. then I'm, I'm in a 15-passenger uh, Savannah with yeah. a trailer, and, I'm oh, just, and I just yell out, Oh shit, a deer. <laughs> and like Connor, he's in the back, the singer, and yeah. he, he's like trying to like lay down. I don't know what the fuck. He's on his phone. And all of a sudden he's just Holy shit, what the fuck was that? Like That was a deer. And it was like, Yeah, it was a deer. What the, f- what the fuck you hit a fucking deer? Like No, like, the dude well, in front of the us dude did. The dude in front of us hit it. I just 
ran over it. Yeah, I just finished the so, job. Yeah. If no. anything, I was humane. And then so. we had to pull over at the next gas station, literally clean, clean the it up. guts yeah. Yeah. off the trailer. Oh, that's fucking nuts. And it was funny, too, because there was, like, pieces of it in the grill. Yeah. And it already dried out. It looked like pieces of beef jerky. Oh, like, like, that's yucky. Just, like, <laughs> Give it a gross. taste. Mm. Yeah. Uh, you're just, it's like, kind of funny, like wiping all like, the deer off and apologizing. All things to happen, like, you know, it's like, you get to run over the deer that Buddy hit and like knocked it yeah. over, right? Like so. That was a tag team. Little... But hey, like, that was funny. Like forty-four right there. Right? Yeah. So that's nuts. Yeah. So you pick up James. You talk deer. What? Yeah. What else did you do? You weren't just shuttling people. You also had your fingers in a bunch of other things during that just event. Just helping correct? him out with everything. So you were his go. Your go-to I was guy. I basically became his go-to yeah. instead of just his driver. That's cool. Like, so that was that's pretty fun. dope. And so I ended up going and getting him some uh, caribou and elk steaks. Yeah. Down at uh, Southside here, one of the Darcy's or some shit. Not Darcy's. Darcy St. Albert. Uh, Anyways, we're now we're talking local way. butcher shops. <laughs> yeah. But he hooked us up. Sick. And uh, he, James is like, I was like, how are you gonna get this across the board? He's like, Dude, I'm flying private. We're yeah. going into like San Francisco airport. They know us. They're yeah. not gonna stop. Me. Yeah. I think this is the first time I, I was brought like, oh, he's probably he's probably gonna like slip a fin to a couple of yeah. those boys. Just be like, hey, you didn't see this. Look the other way. Like, yeah. Lars you know? eats people, so like the elk <laughs> meets nothing. Yeah. So then like, first night, you know, it, Lars is getting ready yeah. to come out, and so James and Robert came in one side of the arena. Yeah. Rob, uh, Lars and Kirk come in the other side of the arena. Yeah. Kirk's already in the one SUV. Lars's kids are in the SUV that I'm driving. Oh, so he brings his family. Family. For this show he did. Yeah. And his wife was staying backstage, but his kids were already in the SUV ready to go with his security guy. Yeah. And Ecstasy of Gold is playing. Okay. It's fucking playing. Cool. It's it's starting. And Lars is just... Taking his time. Doing Lars. (laughs) Yeah. Shaking his sticks. Yeah. He's like... Oh yeah, the show's starting. I better go. <laughs> oh, dude, that is an like, amazing impersonation. He, then he, like, runs in to the SUV, and now it's my fucking problem. Yeah, you gotta get that him there. That he's fucking late, and yeah. like just as he's getting in, his kids like, "Hey, Dad, the song's starting. Have you ever been late for a show before?" Not unless this guy fucking steps on it, right? <laughs> so we're coming up the loading dock from like the old Rexall Arena. Yeah. And I'm like, holy shit, right? So we come around. Deer out of nowhere. No. And <laughs> coming around that little bend there to go to the back doors. Yeah. Uh, for them to just literally run through the whole colony. And up on the, the stage. Into the, on the floor and onto the stage. Yeah. And three of the drunkest fucking dudes who must have just got kicked out of the show. Yeah. Decide to fucking run in front of the SUV. Oh, and fuck. Lark, just fucking hit him. Mm. I can afford the lawsuit. <laughs> fucking. <laughs> That's amazing. (laughs) Yo, kids, look away. And I was just like, holy shit. Like, so I'm just laying on the horn, and then they're like, fuck, you will fucking fart. And then Lars just rolls down the window. Hey, fuckhead, get off the fucking road. (laughs) That's amazing. It was like, oh, fuck, man. Like, yeah. I really like him. <laughs> like, I, I really didn't like him for a second because yeah. I thought I was going to get blamed for them not getting him on stage yeah. in time. But then he just totally like chewed these kids out. That's and so, amazing. And then, and then they're just. Do you like, think they were sober enough to realize what just happened? Were wasted enough, but to like be like, that just fucking happened. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's amazing. Fucking Lars is supposed to fuck off, man. <laughs> <laughs> 
Like they just got went nuts. Yeah, yeah. typical Alberta. Yeah. It's like we got Alberta boys. Down the show. We yeah. probably wasted six hundred dollars in tickets collectively. But Lars just told us to fuck off. Worth every penny. Like, yeah. yeah, worth. They every drove penny in from Bonnie Dune. <laughs> Bonnieville. <laughs> Bonnieville. There the, you the go. The next day, um, Bonnie Dune. Striker was the opener. Yeah. yeah. So they had curated local openers in every city. They Fuck yeah, shout out to Striker. Yeah, and they had three inches of blood in Vancouver. Fucking three inches and, of blood uh, rest. So good. Yeah, so good. Deadly sinners. Uh, Lars saw them just, you know, hanging out in like one of the main colonnades yeah. backstage. And he goes to like his tour managers and he's like, why are these kids getting dressed in the hallway? We're fucking Metallica. They deserve a fucking dressing room. Give them a fucking room. Kick those accounts out of the room. Give them a dressing room. So good on him for like sticking no up shit. for like the local kids and like showing them like, hey, like you know, we know you're a you're local like band single-handedly saving Lars's reputation dude, right Lars, now. Lars, you're doing the Lord's like, work, Gavin. Dude, Lars was a pretty cool guy in my opinion. Yeah? After I saw that, like, that's okay. Like you know, he could have just been like, yeah, whatever. But like he went out of his way to go and find those kids a dressing room. Yeah, that's awesome. And man. yeah, if it meant like kicking out the accountants from their like bean counting in yeah. that one room and making them pair up with somebody let, else. Yeah, that's let him have cool. the moment, man. Yeah, so that's that, totally that was like super fucking awesome to see him do that. And so like, was that like one of the highlights of your gig so far? Like that that shines out of everything you've done? Because you were just like, recently at Punk and Drublick as well. Yeah, we did Punk and Drublick. That one was a really good one. Like yeah. uh, no effect put on the Wicked show there too. Yeah. Like, it, just the whole concept is amazing too. It just sucked that like weather hasn't been on our side this year no not at all and like you know it was like well we planned to move it in and then the thunderstorm that we were fearing yeah didn't roll in until after the show was yeah done. but you know you don't damn know that. well that if we had kept it outside that that would have got rain would have came in and it would have been a thunderstorm so we'd have to cancel you know you this, don't want like, that pull everyone off stage right yeah so it happens like uh, I think ACDC 2009 was probably, like, the one show everyone was worried about the most being, like... Was that the that what? Commonwealth and the Storm, right? Mm -hmm. Dude, that Storm hit just as they were playing Thunderstruck, Dude, like, though. You, could, you yeah, can't pay for that. We said, we said you could not pay for production like this. I like, was, like, way like, the fuck at the top. I was a spectator. I got pneumonia, but yeah. it was oh, worth yeah. it. Yeah. That show was amazing, too. And, like, uh, my buddy Takumi, he's Angus's tech. Yeah. And he still, to this day, it's 10 years later, he's, like... Man, he'll pull out the pictures and he'll be like, you want to see a nightmare gig to all his guitar tech yeah. buddies? And he'll be like, Angus played in the rain with this one guitar and I had to work on this guitar for six days till the Vancouver show. No like, shit. Yeah, like, yeah. Just hair dryers. He's like, I blew three hair dryers out trying to dry out the guts of that guitar. Wow. Like, That's so. nuts. But you, you know, side note for a second. You know what you don't need to blow out? You don't need to blow a Concept Beard Co. when you're using it in your beard because Concept Beard Co. is a fucking hell of a product. When I shop for my beard supplies, I go to Concept Beard Co. I go to Concept Beard Co. Son of a bitch, I can't Conceptbeard.com. I go to Conceptbeard.com and I use Awesome at checkout to save how much, Ivan? 10%. Holy fucking shit, I only fucked up 10% of this ad read. So go to Concept Beard Co. and save yourself. Damn, did I do it again? Conceptbeard.com, put it in your beard, Concept Beard Co. Okay, Gavin, back to blowing shit. It's all good, yeah. That's what I do. I blow <laughs> shit and ruin it. But anyways, you blow shit. <laughs> so you do these gigs, you do these festivals. Is it is it old hat by now, or is it a new adventure every festival, oh, dude, every it's just, show? It's just always fun to me. What did like, you think when? Because we've heard Ivan's uh, breakdown of Chaos AB. Yeah. But you were on the front lines. You were in the trenches. What were you? What was your opinion of it? Well, I mean. It's a festival. It's a festival. It's a festival. There's going to always be hiccups. Yeah. Right? Like, I mean, I wasn't there like everybody else was there. Yeah. Putting in the work on that. But, like, it was 
a huge festival. You with got a lot homies of there. Parts. Yeah, I got a lot of homies that worked on that, and that's yeah. a lot of moving parts. And they did a tremendous job for considering what, considering how many people were coming in there. Yeah, uh, you know, like Soundtrack Festival is a good little test run for them to like yeah. as a case study. So that's the same. That's not you then. These no, are your no, buddies no. in like, the industry. Like, okay, those are also. Uh, my friend Mike Anderson at Trickstar was doing okay. that one. And, like, they did a really good job with that one, curating that one, yeah. too. But that was definitely probably a good, like, test run to see, okay, we can probably fit this many more people in here with a band like Slayer yeah. and Marilyn Manson. And it's a good trade-off, too, because if Edmondson's going to get Chaos AB and Calgary already has Chasing Summer, yeah. then it's, like, two festivals that are going to be... Cons- you like, were down at Chasing Summer yeah, as well, was, right? Yeah. Hanging out with our boy, Steve Aoki. Oh, He's yeah. done a little something with Blink-182. He's kind of a DJ yeah, kind of kind of guy he, he does things decent, i guess yeah so you were down there i'm not a big electric music fan mm-hmm. how was that it's a huge festival who pays your bills how are you going to these things who are you working for right well now? That, that's definitely uh, like i was contracted with live nation for that one okay so, so you're yeah. wor- so you get contracts because we almost didn't do this tonight because you should have been in shambala from what you were saying yeah. So how does that work? You're a hitter. You can just you pick up the phone and they're like, "Hey, Gav, well, someone we will need call your me skills. and be like, "Hey, can you come and can you make this? Can you yeah. do this one or whatever?" And that's usually how it works. So do you do a wide array of things? You're not just taking photos. You're not just picking people up. Like you're you're a MacGyver type, Gavin. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. you do it all. Yeah. Okay. So how do you fall into that? You went from the universal gig thing to just being just a jack of all being trades. Around like all that, having an interest in production stuff. Yeah. Right? Like I mean. Just getting out and doing it is like the best. That's thing how you to do, do it. Probably, That's how you cut right? your teeth. Like, I mean, with you guys with podcasting, it was probably just like let's try it until we get it right, right? Yeah, like, we just throw. We're still, you know, like, and like you, you still study like what what you need, what you can do. To you get were here for that ad yeah. read. Yeah, so. we're learning as we go. <laughs> yeah, I know exactly. <laughs> but but you know, it's just literally like find find out what you like. And yeah, just get into it. Like that's what I did. So, so now that we're at the second half of the podcast. Let's get into the passion project. That's what was paying the bills. These cool yeah. stories, the Metallicas, the No Effectses. That was paying the bills. The That's just cool. Yeah, all that That's stuff, all paying yeah. the bills. But you're doing stuff on the side. You're wearing a wicked awesome flannel. Thank you. So you do clothing. You're yep. also doing stuff with local promoter Thad. Yes. Thaddeus of Thaddeus Archer the third. Promoter and commissioner of Commish- PWA. Edmonton commissioner of Prairie Wrestling Alliance. Yes. So that's a passion project. Yeah, I also so. heard you're making documentaries. So let's hear about the passion projects that's that is Bali Bally Bay Road Productions. Yes, Bally Bay Road Productions. Wait, so, Bally Bay Road is yes. actually a place in Ireland. Yes, that well, Bally Bay is the village that I'm from. That's okay, where my dad's from. Okay, and Bally Bay Road's just the main road. Okay, fair enough. Which is like a three street town. You might as well call your production so, company back main home road. or something. Yeah. <laughs> no, <laughs> I'm just kidding. But uh, yeah, no, that's where it's from, and it's just kind of like a little homage to like where dad came from and where I. A little came tip of the hat. So, yeah, exactly. And, I dig uh, it. You know, like, it's got nothing else there. Yeah. So I figured, well, if I can do something, maybe I'll put it on the map with just this name if I can do one good project. That's right? fucking so. awesome. So let's talk passion projects. Where yeah. do you want to start first? You're driving. Uh, We'll go with Puck Hockey. Okay, so Puck Hockey Puck is hockey. an apparel company. Yeah, it's a hockey lifestyle apparel company. Okay. Uh, Started working with them a couple of years ago. Kind of like a gong show? Yeah, gong okay. show sauce, violent gentleman kind yeah. of like vibe, but uh, we work with a lot of bands. Okay. And we do collabs, like as well as our own label stuff, which yeah. like we did a lot of parodies for um, fast food restaurants. Fair like enough. Their logos. We did like. Well, you're you wearing know, an All Hail the Yeti oil yeah, shirt. Yeah, so we do the collabs with the bands, and this yeah. was one of the collab items that we had done with All Hail the Yeti. Yeah. If anybody hasn't checked them out yet. 
wicked LA band with yeah. huge Edmonton connections. Fucking Ryan, A, bud. Ryan Kitlitz on drums. Okay. And Connor Garrity on vocals. Sick. Both Edmonton boys. And, uh, you know, uh, it's not just like All Hail the Yeti. They have, jeez, uh, man, the roster's getting huge now because it's not that- just bands now. They're starting to do Adult Swim. They did a collab with Mr. Pickles. Yeah. Cool. And... Uh, and Matt was telling me, like, this is the only time we've had anybody send us back our artwork saying make it more satanic. That's amazing. <laughs> well, like, Mr. Pickle. Te- Testament, yeah. you know, yeah, Rivers yeah. of Nile, all of that's these, awesome. like, metal bands. And, like, that that's the cartoon says, no, like, make this more But satanic. Adult Swim is fucking amazing. Dude, Mr. Pickles yeah. is an amazing show. Right? I've seen it. Like, so how do you get involved with puck hockey? It was literally because of uh, All Hail the Yeti. Yeah. Getting the contact with them and just, like, talking on Facebook and, like, hey, like, this is what the guys were kind of thinking. And then yeah. I threw some more of my ideas, and then it was like, yeah, yeah, that's a good idea. And next thing you know, I'm just kind of in the fold helping everybody get more, get the stuff out there, get more and Now you're there. repping it in Canada. Like, yeah. are you the Western Canada well, dude? You're the guy. Uh, there's two of us here in Edmonton okay. that are, like, exclusive, like, working with Puck and trying to really get it going more in Canada. Yeah. Uh, it is an American-based brand right now, but we yeah. want to build a Canadian shop so that we can sell to Canadians directly. Well, look, at, yeah, Violet so, Gentlemen. They were yeah. American. They're out of Anaheim, and mm-hmm. they, they've blown up. So oh, yeah, why can't huge. fucking puck hockey? You know well, what I'm we're saying? We're getting there. We're getting there. It's a boutique brand right now, yeah. basically. Not a lot of large runs or anything. No. Not really retail sales. It's more direct online. That's at, how you uh, start, though. Puck hockey, P-U-C-K-H-C-K-Y.com. And if you guys enter the rink, at checkout, you'll get 10% off. And Holy got, shit. And we got orders uh, over $100. Get free shipping. So. Get the fuck out. Bam. Puckhockey.com. Go check yeah, it out. So check it out. We got all kinds of bands on there. We got a collab with Snoop, uh, Rivers of Nile, Cannibal Corpse. Cannibal Corpse coming nice. through here. So there's this November few, 1st, they'll be yeah. in Edmonton. Yeah, November 1st is going to be wicked right after Halloween. Yeah. So it's bad they couldn't play Halloween here that night. Right? That Ooh, wicked. that'd be nuts. That been wicked. Fuck, yeah. I'm not going to be here. I'll be in Anaheim. Oh, so it wouldn't even bother. No. Well, okay. we applied anyways. We're, yeah. We've been trying to get more press passes, yeah. so we yeah. reached out to them. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, no, that's awesome, dude. Uh, one of my favorite hockey band collabs or ripoffs, Comeback Kid, when they took the Jets mm, The logo. Jets, yeah. I've loved that lo- that fucking knockoff And Misery forever. Signals did the Oilers as well. Yeah, they yeah. did. No. Fucking shout out to Misery Signals. Yeah, okay. yeah right. Malice and Men yeah, is an amazing album. Yeah. Was he doing anything? Wasn't he? He ju- I just saw a post today that he was driving from Boise, Idaho to Edmonton in one shot. Just because? Jeez. That so sounds horrible. For misery signals, bro. Really? You know? no. I dig it. I dig it. Got to do it. So from puck hockey, you're also doing your own thing. You're making documentaries and stuff. Yeah. So like Bally Bay uh, <gasps> Road Productions is basically like a full service content creation like company that I'm doing for myself. And okay. Like helping out my friends too. Yeah. Uh, but one of the projects that's kind of like started and it's been a bit of a plague on like me is any with everybody I talked to in LA. Yeah. It's Mark Twitchell. Yeah, there we go. So, the Twitchell. You know, because I went to cl- I was in class with him. He went yeah. to FX? No, not in FX. At <laughs> Neat. Oh, I freaked the <laughs> fuck out. I was like, what? Yeah. No, yeah. No, hey. no. Twitchell went to O'Leary. Oh, that's and why we didn't yeah, go, bro. But, we didn't uh, want to fucking kill well, someone. Benoit went to O'Leary, too. Chris yeah, Benoit. But yeah. weird, weird coincidence, Mark Twitchell and Chris Benoit grew up on the same street. In the Get North the side fuck bedroom. out. Same really? block. Yeah. It's so weird. Like, two famous, wor- like, world-famous murderers yeah. from Edmonton grew up on the same street. Well, Benoit kind of... Bro. His, North side, bro. North side. 
you're either strong or you're not. Mm -hmm. But with Benoit, his brain broke because of drugs, did it not? Like, wasn't it the roids and everything? It was the CTE. Yeah, for sure. Like he had, he'd hit his head he a couple the times. Had brain of an eighty-seven-year-old Alzheimer patient. Yeah, uh, Chris Nowitzki. He used to be a WWE wrestler too. Yeah, uh, he asked Chris's dad if he could have his brain to study. Yeah, and that was one of the first things that he discovers. Like he had the brain trauma of an eighty-seven-year-old Alzheimer's patient. It's crazy. Eh? Just concussion for after 42 concussion. Years old, yeah. You know, yeah. like just nonstop concussions. Yeah, and, like it's sad to see like that, that is what happened. But I mean, like, we weren't there. We'll never know. But no, it's just crazy enough that like. It's a guy from our city. So like, it's nuts. And it was a, it was a big name. Like a lot of people mm-hmm. thought Benoit and think Benoit mm-hmm. was an amazing athlete, which he was. Oh, dude, it's absolutely. just a shame that that's how He's, it ended. That's, it's the shame. It's a shame that his legacy in the WWE will like, never, he'll never be remembered as a wrestler. Hall, yeah, he'll never make it to he'll the Hall of Fame. He'll never be in the Hall of Fame. I don't think they'll ever put anything listed under his name on the network. No. You know, like if you're smart and you know how, like before they, uh, they changed the algorithms, if you knew his match card, you used could to find be it. able to find his matches by his opponents. Oh, okay. Gotcha. But it was never tagged Chris Benoit. No, And then eh? there were certain things that they could just never edit him out of. Yeah. But yeah, yeah it's sad that his legacy will never really be no. seen or remembered. And that's what Brett was trying to avoid Yeah, with that whole thing, too. Yeah. That's why he buried the hatchet with Vince. And- right? Because at the end of the day, like... Brett's looking at the end of the road, and he's like, I want my legacy. I want to leave that for those and behind me. WWE owns the Stampede Library. Yep. Right? So it's not just his library of all those old matches and the Stampede wrestling days that he's worried about losing. Yeah. It's everybody think, else's, yeah. right? Yeah. So. That's crazy. He was just in Toronto for SummerSlam. He was wearing a Raptors jersey. Yeah. He had a they – did, they did a WWE line of Converse, and Brett had his own sh- yeah. Converse, his yeah. own shoe. Yeah, seriously. It was black, and then it had, like, the bright the pink heart. Brent. Yeah, uh, Brett. Yeah. That was out, pretty dope. They outline uh, Brett with the shades. Yeah, that they used to put on T-shirts. Shades, yeah, so. cool. Just have that heart that they had for the heart attack on the side. Right. Yeah. He has a store you can buy stuff from. But yeah, yeah, Hitman's got a store you can buy stuff with. Yeah, and he's got a couple uh, little like collab deals as well. Um, with that Roots of Fighting, he has Roots of so. Fighting. That shirt is amazing. It's so right. The, stamp, the Stampede Corral. Yeah, where yeah. He, he looks like a child. Yeah. But uh, so the Twitchell thing. Why did you want to make a documentary on Twitchell besides the fact that it's crazy? My buddy Bill. Yeah. Uh, in L.A., he's got a gallery called Hyena Gallery. Okay. And he focuses on a lot of weird, funky art. But yeah. if you follow him on Instagram at Hyena Gallery, uh, he's got all these like cool true crime posts okay yeah and some of them are like seven posts long because he's just got so much info to get through and stuff but uh he was like dude you need to make a documentary about this because like you're so close to it and like first time every time anybody mentions edmonton like in the movie industry they always think of that whole situation yeah man Dateline and 48 Hour Mystery. It was a big fucking like, deal. All of these like American media com- companies were coming up here to cover it. Well, we had a media blackout going yeah. on up here. Like Fifth Estate couldn't do shit on it until after he was convicted. Yeah, you know, like it was nuts too. Like just like how much went into it. But uh, if you're really interested in like the case, read Steve Lillibune's book. Okay, uh, The Devil Cinema. Oh, okay, Steve was the. Edmund, he worked for the Edmonton Journal. Okay. And he covered that case. Really? And his book is pretty in-depth Yeah. on that whole thing. And that was, like, where I got a lot of my material for what I'm working on there, too. Yeah. I heard a rumor that but, you were in the garage, and it all went down. Well, no, I was outside the garage. You were outside the garage. And from what I was – after I made that post, yeah, I've been able to find out 
who's renting it, and it's really? a brother of one of my friends. Okay. So I'm working on getting into the garage. That's nuts. That's so if cool, I can man. get into the garage, that'll be cool for So like will this that. be the first major dock that you've done? It'll be like a mini dock, yeah. Probably yeah. like 30 to 40 minutes. Okay. Nothing too major, but yeah. you know, it's... A, a next to nothing budget I'm working on on my own time. Right? Yeah, no shit. So, Passion but, project. Yeah, just doing it like for whatever and it's just kind of like get it out, just get it done and just be like, hey, I don't want to talk about it anymore. Yeah, I'm done. <laughs> like, I've, I've officially like, washed myself. Because yeah, and like it's so weird because like that garage, like yeah. uh, one of the wrestlers that used to wrestle for me at MPW, he lived like two doors down from that. That's nuts. I, like, that was his parents' house and he's yeah. like, I was probably smoking a joint while that guy was getting murdered. That's walking my fucked. Dog. nuts. Like, See, I'd bring that shit up on random thoughts. Like, you probably fucking served the la uh, person their last yeah, meal and not yeah, noticed. Yeah, last week there. And right? Like, yeah. And, like, he was like, I probably was smoking a joint walking my dog. That's right past fucking this guy nuts. getting murdered or when he was getting cut up. And, and you I never was like, know. I was like, yeah, that is pretty wild. Well, like one that. of the random thoughts I had this week is you've probably been in the same room as a murderer that got away with it. Yeah. Statistically, Statistically, it's probably it's happened probably at some happened. point in your life. Mm -hmm. That's fucking nuts. So from Twitchell to doing that, so you, you keep bringing up wrestling. Yeah. You're a wrestling fan. Oh, dude, I'm a mark for wrestling. You're, you're a mark for wrestling. Yeah. So that's another passion project oh, to yeah. do. So what do you do with the P PWA? What do you do with the wrestling well, PWA industry? right now, I'm just uh, doing Thad's video work for the Archer Report, which is like our weekly locker room report. I don't want do. to get too much into that because I want to have yeah, you yeah, with yeah. Thad here. Yeah, yeah, but we're sure. gonna, we'll, we'll, So you're doing that. Yeah. So you're just you're producing all of that. He's yeah. the he's the, the, the character. He's and the host. Your... He's the man of the show. Yeah. And then uh, I'm just filming it all and then uh we have an editor who edits those episodes okay and uh you know our buddy dave's putting those together and because uh, he knows the formula since yeah uh you know i just started working with him when he moved over pwa yeah uh i used to work with mpw okay for a long time monster pro wrestling monster pro wrestling yeah and uh i was like bringing the mpw to the festivals so how do you fall into that you're just going to the shows was, enjoying the local it was and filming then... it like i was helping out with filming it because it was uh my friend trevor grimolson at the time was uh kind of running mpw with massive damage who was what was on access shaw shaw access uh, they, channel were on a channel. they were they on were a on channel, channel. okay yeah. so yeah. that's how you fell into it or yeah and like when i was uh in with them it was just after they had finished their tv kind of deal so okay. they were trying to get back on tv and they were like yeah my buddy trevor's like yeah you know how to use a camera come on down here and <laughs> you fucking help out like, yeah and if you knew trevor yeah like, he was just that kind of guy who'd just be like ah fuck whatever just come and fucking film the thing here yeah. and then throw me a hundred bucks every time to yeah help out but you get to watch the shows for free so you're to, like, like fuck hang it. on watch shows get to know the guys and stuff yeah. and like you know only watching like it on tv yeah you know and like getting to see it live it's a different experience but once you start to like see the boys and how it works yeah and it's kind of like a band yeah almost. like they're they're just fucking gypsies yeah like, man. you know they're, they're they're carnies yeah they really are like a lot of that wrestling culture is based in carnival culture yeah like, mm -hmm. all the war like, the traveling the terminology. show yeah. Like marks. Like, yeah. You know, Carney's used to say, oh, like, there's my mark. That's the idiot I'm going to rob. Like, yeah, I'm going like, to take, take all of his money. All his money. Yeah. Where, you know, it's with them. It's like, these are the idiots that think this is fucking real. Yeah. Right. And we're going to have but then fun there's with the them. smart marks on the Internet, too. Right. Yeah. But, you know, like, God bless some of the like wrestling fans that just love it. Yeah. Like, cause oh, if yeah. It wasn't for them. There'd be no show. No, but right. there's there's three major right now, right? Mm. So whoa, as I bump the table, so there's PWA. Yeah, Monsters not around anymore, is they it? They still are. They are. They're still running shows, and they're uh, they just started running shows in the South Side now. I saw. Okay. They've got a pretty decent roster from uh, what I've been seeing on some of the guys. Yeah. Too. I've 
did a show in uh, Red Deer with CWE, and they had a couple of Monster Pro Wrestling guys on it. Okay. And I liked what I saw with those guys, and they were great. Yeah. Great guys, great characters and everything, great gimmicks. So So do you have any – okay, just to take a break from the wrestling. Do you have any – like, what's the horror story? What band or, like, who who was the, the worst. worst to work with? Because we're coming, coming to close to the end of the show. And I want to have you on again because I feel like we've just hit the, ice, the yeah, tip like, of the iceberg with your stories. Yeah. But what uh, what's the worst experience you've had that you were just like, that fucking sucked. I and won't I was, work with this motherfucker. Brutus the Barber Beefcake. Yeah, really, hey? <laughs> yeah. Really? And, and then it was like so sad because like last fall, yeah. my friend Danny Duggan from Winnipeg, CWE, he does a touring yeah. show. Like he does four major tours every year. He's got a show next week here in Edmonton uh, with Warlord. Okay. And, uh, you know, he had Juventud, or he's coming with Juventud Guerrera, and he had Psychosis the last time. Okay, yeah. So, you know, Danny's, like, putting in work, you know, and he was running a show in St. Albert with Brutus and stuff. And, you know, before all that went down, I was, like, texting him, like, are you sure you really want to book this one? Like, yeah. Because he was a bit of a nightmare for me, and that was before he had knee surgery. Yeah. So, so he's just a Madonna now he's now. not he's not working. Yeah. Like, and with me, he was working. Yeah. And he was just a nightmare, like... I gave him his contract. I gave him everything. Like, this is what you're getting paid per day. So you were booking. Guys like I was, too. I was booking my card for the festival. Yeah. Because Sonic Boom and X Fest, I was getting paid to put the wrestling in between the bands. Yeah. And it was like, well, if you want me to put on a really good show? Let's fly in some of these legends yeah. to really attract people to the ring. And like, had my buddy. Was Dan that the year the Descendants played? Sonic Boom. No. No. That was no. the year after. That was the year... Last Sonic... Like, the last Sonic Boom before they went to Field the Day? The first few Sonic Booms is when we had it. Okay. Yeah. And then uh, it was so funny, too, because, like, first year we brought in Honky Tonk Man and Dan Sever. Yeah. Great. Like, it was great until, until the last day. Honky Tonk Man, like, God bless him. You know, <laughs> we had uh, their rooms at the Coliseum Inn because it was close. Because they didn't want to be too... He didn't want to be too far from the venue of the shows. Yeah. And we were running MPW down the street at the Alberta Ave Community Hall. Yeah. So it's like, well, I got him the good rooms because I knew the managers at the Coliseum. And let's yeah. like face it, sometimes the Coliseum doesn't have the best reputation. But no. they got some great upgraded rooms there in the top I feel four. like the Coliseum's really taken a hit once Rex yeah, Hall is gone. It did. It did. And like, especially I, with Pinkies because like, yeah. that's where yeah, I was yeah. managing too. And it was like so funny because like, uh, he just sat there all night after the festival, went to the liquor store in the parking lot. Yeah. Because his room is facing Rexall. Yeah. And he's just like, I used to sell out some bitch rings <laughs> like this every night. Me and Hulk Hogan selling out arenas. It's like, no, Hulk Hogan was selling out the arenas, Roy. You were just the fucking mid card. <laughs> Like, I, I love it. you. I fucking respect what you've done, dude. Yeah. But, like, seriously, it wasn't you selling out these arenas. It That's was, awesome. and, like, Dan Severn, like, yeah. you know, they're both flying to Arizona. Yeah. Uh, Dan's based in Coldwater, Michigan, but he uh, went to college in uh, Phoenix and he has a house there. So he comes in all the time. And, uh, yeah. Dan doesn't drink, doesn't do anything. And he's just like, Gavin, did you book me next to him? I was like, no. He's like, Thank you. As long as I don't have to babysit him, I'm good. We're Thank good. You. Yeah. Like, I'm just gonna like, go hang you know, out. like it was just so funny because Dan was just like, I'm just gonna make sure he gets on through customs, yeah. and then after that, I don't. He's know your problem, him. Gavin. Yeah. Like I don't know him. Like, and I, I'm I'm done at that point. I yeah. just dropped them off, but I was like, I'm gonna stick around in case he can't get on this plane. Yeah. yeah Brutus was uh, just every worst thing that could have ever happened. It Aww. was like, Honky. I thought that was the worst with being drunk and dealing yeah. with him. 
not with Brutus, man. It was like we had bottle Brutus service. Brutus was the wrestler at, like, at this point. Uh, on one of the clubs at White Ave, they like wanted us there. Yeah. Gave us like three bottles. He grabbed the bottle of Jack yeah. and just sat in the corner. And like the bottle service girl's like, I have to part it for you. He's like, no, you fucking don't. <laughs> <laughs> and he's just drinking it all. And then we're like, what the fuck? Like, and yeah. then he's almost beating the shit out of some kids. Like, oh, because like, they were like trying to like sneak yeah. a drink. I'm like, dude, just kick him out of the section. You don't yeah. need to beat the fuck out of him. Like, no, I don't think you realize it. I beat like, the fuck out of people. Yeah, That's what I and do. It's like, and like... <laughs> It's hard for me to even like be serious because I yeah. got my midget wrestler short sleeve Samson. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> he's loaded on Red Bulls. Yeah, and he's picking people up. Like he he does this thing where he'll like sneak up behind you and he'll just get underneath your legs. Yeah. and just pick you up. And yeah. you're done. Yeah, and just stand up with you and then he runs around the bar like with you on his shoulders. Yeah, and you're trying not to fall. And you're trying like not to fall off his shoulders, but he's just like, no, fuck you. You're going for a ride like yeah. an ostrich right now. Like <laughs> that's awesome. So I'm trying to be like, no, you don't need to fight him. Fuck, what's going on? Like, bitches <laughs> around. And then we got Gangrel, like, sitting oh, in the fucking corner. dude. And, like, Gangrel. he was, like, trying to hit up, like, hit on, like, 21-year-old girls. That was it. He's like, seriously? Like, he's like, 21, that's it. He's not trying 18, to add to his covenant? Not 22. They got me 21. 21. And I was like, I respect that. He knows yeah. what he likes. Yeah. And at that point, he's like, well, at least they're legal. I was like, no, but it's 18 here. He's like, yeah, but fake ID. I don't trust big ideas. <laughs> and 21 gives you that bumper space. Yeah, but but he, grow, he was man. great, man. Dave, I thought uh, he was Dave, he was awesome, man. Really? Like, yeah, he was such a good worker, too. Like, Wasn't Didn't he have Christian and Edge with him at one point, too? Yeah. yeah. He, he broke Christian and Edge in like, yeah. WWE, right? Edge just showed, was it Edge that showed up at SummerSlam last yeah. night? Yeah. yeah he went, Fucking speared Elias. Yeah, yeah, that was a god. I think he speared him. Yeah, I think that's how that went. SummerSlam was a great time in Toronto this year. Like, Yeah. Was cool seeing Mo Jabari from PWA there yeah. walking Goldberg to the That's ring. That's pretty like, awesome. Shout out to Mo. That was pretty rad seeing some of the local guys. Sweet so, man. Um, worst bands you've worked with to finish the show off. Can you even say that, or can you lose your job? Because if you don't want to no, say, no, it, no, it's give yourself that, some. No, we've had like some terrible situations. I mean, like I don't really want to say names, but like I've had some shitty situations. Yeah. Like I. Where just like you question why you're doing this. I've, I had an artist complain like, you didn't get us fucking cocaine oh so that's that's, that's like a, a that's thing, a eh? thing though but, yeah but it wasn't a band you'd expect it from that, really that, that I'm and then it was it creed no no <laughs> like scott like, scott <laughs> stab like dude like I, you have a scott story it. no oh, i wish okay. i did <laughs> i wish cocaine, i did hookers and videotapes <laughs> i i the only thing i got about like creed <laughs> is when i made fun of them with uh Scott McCord and Warren yeah. on the bear when they were doing like, <laughs> like he's playing a vape convention. And then I had called in and like pretending I was some guy from Jersey. Like, Hey, I'll tell you how the show's going to go. You with this Scott guy. Huh? Like, <laughs> that's amazing. Yeah, no, but that like, that guy's really hit the skids too. So man. who is, who's the band? Who's the band? You can tell us. I'll tell you, I'll tell you, I'll tell you off air, but yeah, it, it, it was shocking. Dude. Duh. Cliffhanger for next time you're yeah. on the show. Gavin, it's been a blast. Oh yeah, thank this you. Is the it's time. been a pleasure, my man. Dude, the, the fucking hour flew, flew by. We could talk for God, another hour, yeah. but you know what? We'll we'll save you. We'll save you for another show. Yeah, for sure. I'll bring we'll, that in uh not next week, but the week after maybe. Okay, we'll figure that out after the show. And you guys want to come to PWA this week probably. Yeah, right? when is that? It's this Saturday. Is it this Saturday? Yeah. Oh, I'm doing I'm wedding. You're a wedding. Yeah. Okay, I'm gonna talk to my wife, but we're gonna talk. We'll work we'll work we'll, f- we'll work something out to get you guys to a PWA cool. show. We'll figure it out. But this is the part of the episode where you get to plug yourself. You get to let us know where we can find stuff yeah. and things that you're doing. Promote yourself. Alright, so uh 
at only Gavin ever on Instagram. You can follow me there. You can see all the pictures of all the scantily clad girls that I've been taking mm-hmm. and posting there. We didn't even talk uh, about your photography. Yeah, that's no, another time. That's another fun topic, which has been uh, great. Almost getting arrested uh, <laughs> outside. Well, is that hold on? Is that picture at the cop shop real? That yeah, hundred percent, hundred percent. And it was funny too because we had six cops come out. Three didn't give a shit. They just stood there and watched. The other three came like we're getting calls about this. I'm like. Are you doubt really? It. I doubt it. Are you really? Yeah. And, uh, you know, it's like, well, you can't do this here. Well, why not? It's a public building. Yeah. On, I pay my taxes. Like, I pay my taxes with, you know, and I'm on the sidewalk and I'm not really disturbing anybody. And he just was getting so mad that he knew that I knew he couldn't do shit. Yeah. He's like, just They just hate go. that. And, but the best was when he asked me, what are you using these for? Yeah. And I was like, clout. Yeah. He's like, who's Cloud? <laughs> like some French, like some fr- creepy French My name French is Cloud. Dude. I'm taking like, that picture. Yes, gotta take this girl down to uh, EPS uh, headquarters <laughs> and uh, take the picture of her looking like the hooker. Whatever you, know, you like, say, Cloud. Yeah, sure, Cloud. Like you know, like uh, and they were just like, like as soon I said it twice, and he's like, I was like, never mind, it's all good. <laughs> if you want to see the picture he's talking about, go to the at only Gavin ever on Instagram. Yeah. yeah. What else can we find you? Anything else? Puck, puck, puck hockey, p u c k h c k y dot com. If you guys enter the rink on your checkout of any of your orders over a uh, hundred dollars, you're gonna get free shipping, international shipping on that. Sick. We'll oh, tag, uh, but we'll tag per- them in this. Ten percent off on uh, the rink checkout code there for you guys as well. Perfect. Help you out with the exchange rate. I know it sucks right now, but we'll get the Canadian stuff sorted soon. Okay. And, uh, yeah, we're going to have uh, the new stuff with the new website, the Canuck Box, for all my expat friends. Perfect. And all of that ready to roll probably in the next couple of weeks. So that website will be uh, pretty nice to it'll show off Clickable soon. on the Instagram. Yes, it'll be uh, pretty nice to show off by then. So. Sweet. Well, Gavin, it was a hell of a time. I can't sure, wait to guys. sit down with you and Thad next time. No problem. Have some fun. Um, so, yeah, that's an episode. I'm Alec. Jean-Paul Ivan. And I'm Gavin. Stay awesome. That was another episode of The Awesome Hour. You can get all our info at theawesomehour.com. Don't forget to rate and review us, follow our social media, and leave a comment below. Stay awesome.